on this episode of In The Rack Podcast. The question was, are there more doors than wheels in the world? Me and Taylor are team door and uh, Nick and Chad are team wheel. Yeah, it's it. there's a good argument for doors, but there's more wheels. Either or, it's debatable, right? It's it's inconclusive, but... What you got? In the Rack Podcast, where we provide you with a practical framework for breaking PRs in all facets of health and wellness. We are just a couple of bros giving you the simple hows in a world of complex wants. No filters, no scripts, no rules, just straight talk. Talk to them. Now, let's get into the rack with your hosts, Dr. Chad and Dr. Nick. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of In the Rack Podcast. We back again. We uh, back, baby. We, we just uh, tried to record this episode and our batteries died. So they did. That was cool. I mean, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had our last episode. We had some busy times. We I had a event that I was at in South Carolina, and uh, quite honestly, I just didn't feel like doing it. So <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Nick it said happens. it was a gateway drug, but we're back. I'm I'm on the mend again. And and I'm actually here today. And K Dog's here. Hey guys. Big K Dog. <laughs> so we've got uh an interesting episode today. We were gonna just like, oh, let's talk about another body part, but no, we want to make this well, a fun one. We had a, a guest lined up, but that's true. They had um some you know, some issues, scheduling issues. So we had to uh th- think on the fly here. So think we put fast. put an Instagram uh story out. Yeah. Asking people for questions, and we got a whopping three of them. Yeah, I think <laughs> a whopping three, which so. is actually surprising because typically we get more questions yeah. when we do stuff like that, even if they are uh, yeah. questions like joking so, around shame, questions. Shame on you, everybody. Yeah. No, but kidding. for those of you who did give us answers, thank you very much because otherwise we'd be sitting here talking about nonsense. Yeah, we are going to talk about nonsense. We're going to get into nonsense, into nonsense. <laughs> at, the at the end. end. So the end. people, we always got to leave the good stuff for the end, so people have to so, endure it or just skip. Yeah, Nick's, <laughs> Nick's got a few questions that we pulled from oh, some of our patients, right. and I've got a question at the end that some of you might have already heard, but it was a debate that we were talking about for a little while today, and I was like, this has got to go on the podcast, because I bet you everybody else has the same question, Yeah, but nobody has any answers. It has answers. everything to do with health yeah. and the body. And totally. Oh, too, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, it does. A thousand yeah, sure, it does. So, All right, Nick, let's what's do the first the question, first man? One. So, first one we got was, how much pain is okay in, in the rehab process so that's a good question but it's a it's a tough answer because it depends it does right? depend it depends on the individual it depends on what they have going on what kind of injury if it's acute probably don't want to push through too much pain if it's a little more chronic we're gonna have to push through some pain there are instances acute like with surgery and things like that where we may have to push through some pain with range of motion but in general um, my rule of thumb for most people is if pain is gradually intensifying with each rep probably want to back off that's a good indication that your body is not tolerating that particular movement or exercise well it if if your pain is present but it's not intensifying it's just there and it's you know manageable it's not like making you you know grab down at a joint or anything like that then that's probably an okay pain to to continue on through so that's my my basic rule of thumb for that yeah, I would agree. Um, I think that it does depend on the person quite a bit For because sure. everybody's definition sure. of pain is different. Everybody's perception of pain is different. Yeah. And from my experience, the patients that come in and say, oh, I've got a high tolerance for pain, don't have <laughs> usually have no tolerance I think for that's pain. Everybody's experience, so yeah. um, I apologize for those of you that are listening to that, that is you that you've said that, but... <laughs> 
that might have been you. I, I think there's been only a s- small percentage of patients that we've had that that's yeah. actually hold, held yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, we got one guy, you you know exactly who I'm talking about, uh, Nick and Chad, but you know, he basically comes in and asks for the pain. Um, he loves every minute of it. But then we got more people who it's like even the tiniest little touch. It's just too sensitive for them. Yeah. And it's it's one thing if it's we're doing manual things or, um, you know, stretching someone like you shouldn't be like tensing in pain if we're doing manual work on you, like, you know, grasping or, or, or cupping or anything like that. Like it shouldn't be, you know, you're you're in that much pain during that. So if that's the case, we need to have a conversation. But if it's exercise related and you are moving, doing an exercise, anything like that, it should really be um, an open dialogue between you know the patient and the therapist in terms of what you're feeling what you're experiencing because if it isn't increasing and you're not saying anything this therapist doesn't know they can go based on facial expressions but you might hide it pretty well so you got to have that conversation um you know when it comes to specific injuries it, that gets different too like with uh, tendon issues um especially because most people who come with tendinopathy uh, we're not going to use the tendonitis because most people who have tendon issues they're already in apathy they're already past the acute stage those are instances where you got to push through some pain. Um, and that's that's part of the reason why a lot of tendinopathies linger so long and become so chronic is because we start avoiding things and the, the, the tissue gets weaker over time. So we need to push through some of that with, when it comes to um, tendon issues as long as there's no structural, um, you know, things going on. But the vast majority of those cases, uh, we need to push through some level of it. And if you want to get into numbers, you know, there is some research that shows like, you want to be around that like three, maybe up to five out of 10 for tendon, but three tends to be the sweet spot, but everyone's three is going to be different. So it's got to be that, that open dialogue and that conversation. Yeah. I think that's a great point about open dialogue. And I think the onus is not only on the therapist, but on the patient too, right? Like you don't want the patient to be gritting through it being like, yeah, this is supposed to be like this. I know it is. Otherwise the therapist would tell me, but like you said, if therapist doesn't know, but it's all, the onus is also on the therapist to be like, Hey, listen, I just want to let you know that pain is okay in this situation, you know, because otherwise they might think that they're doing more damage or whatnot, you know, all depending on the situation, the patient and, and all that good stuff. So exactly. And for the therapists out there, if someone is just going through pain and you're not explaining to them why they're experiencing it or that it's okay to experience it, there's a much lower chance that they'll be compliant with their home exercise. So it's a big one. thousand percent. All right. This next one, all these questions just seem to be about pain. (laughs) Common theme here. Um, this is from, uh, one of our patients who is going through ACL reconstruction. Do you enjoy making people scream and cry? Oh, oh, that sounds bad. Does it, de- is it also depend? It sounds really bad. It does. It does depend. <laughs> that does depend. And we're sorry to, um, all our patients and clients out there, but it kind of does depend. No, it's, um, no, we do not enjoy. And that's a, that's the way that question came out. sounds really bad. This is as it re- this is specific to um, regaining knee flexion after ACL. After really most surgeries, trying to regain range of motion can be painful. But everyone who's gone through knee surgery, even I would say shoulder surgery too, is is a big one. But trying to regain that full range, it can be excruciating. And do we enjoy it? Absolutely not. But it's a necessary evil. It's something we know that needs to needs to happen. And there are uh, therapists out there. And the only reason that we know this is because we get patients on the back end that don't regain full motion and come to us months later and they say, oh, well, I'm still having problems with this, this, and this. And we look, we're like, well, did you ever get full range? No, I've been here the whole time. So that's an indication that 
they weren't pushing themselves, but clearly they didn't know any better. So wherever they were going to PT before wasn't pushing them enough. And it, it needs to happen in those situations, unfortunately. Yeah. And I would say full disclosure, we're probably a little bit more on the aggressive side than on the conservative Correct. side. Yeah. And yeah, that stinks, but it's also going to benefit the patient in the long Correct. run. Like you said, you know, yeah. now when patients come in, they had say rotator cuff repair and it's four months out and they still don't have full range of motion. We're not only dealing with the rotator cuff repair, but now we're dealing with frozen shoulder. So that sucks. And it's like one of the worst things that we see. So it's way more painful. And it's also, it's harder for us, yeah. you know, because now we have to push these patients through that, that pain barrier. But Again, coming down to that full disclosure with the and communication with the patient and just being like, hey, listen, this is going to suck. But yeah. like, this is for your own good. Like, we're not doing Correct. any bad damage. It's all good damage. And could this have been prevented if it was done correctly in the beginning? Absolutely, it could have yeah. been. But because then if there's, I mean, I'm not a physical therapist, but from what I've seen in the last three years that I've been here, you get those patients who are too afraid to kind of push themselves. And then sometime down the road, they get a frozen shoulder or their knee stiffens up and they're going to have to have surgery again yeah. to have a manipulation, which in the long run could be even more painful than just the original surgery itself. Oh, yeah. So it, the pain's only going to intensify the longer it takes to get that range. Right. So, and that's part of the reason we are aggressive. The other reason we're aggressive is because we know it's safe, right? If you, if, People listening think that like I know I'm big, but like come on, if I can tear, <laughs> if I can tear your ligaments or muscles, like that's that's pretty crazy. I promise you, I can't. Chad might be able to. I can't. No way. Um, <laughs> no way, dude. Everybody <laughs> says that you're way worse than me. I know. That's why well, I'm getting soft in my old age. Um, but it is it is one of those things. The same thing like with the ACL. When we're going into flexion, there is less stress on the ACL than in extension. So it's actually safer to be in flexion. So when we're pushing and it's painful, it's not the ACL that you're feeling. It's not, you know, that, that the stuff that was repaired. It's the muscles around the joint that are, you know, spasming and, and contracting for as a protective guarding response. Um, you know, and then some inflammation in there, pressing on things. But I think um, people will be pleased to know or even go view. We have a video on Instagram going back to, I think, October of 2021. I was having some knee issues myself. Chad put me through some serious pain. And, and I've, I've gone through that in the past. I had knee surgery and, and had to get regain my flexion, all that kind of stuff. But Chad did this to me recently. So if you want to see that video, it's there. We put it there for you guys so you could see me go through some pain. So... Um, Chad did enjoy that just I so everyone knows. Did. So he that was it, that. it depends situation. Yeah, exactly. For so, sure. I mean, honestly, that goes into the next question too. You know what I mean? Yes. There oh, you go. Have, next, next question. question. Have you ever been on this side of the table? Wow. And felt this pain before? Actually, I have. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what was your experience? My experience would have been my low back and actually not too long ago, my shoulder. So like a lot of restriction in my shoulder, trying to gain more mobility for certain activities overhead. And that sucked bad. Almost like felt like a frozen shoulder, like felt like somebody was ripping my, my soft tissue, but I had to grit through it because I knew it was worth it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. Oh yeah. I remember going through, I had knee surgery in high school and I remember trying to regain the range and, um, it was, I hated every, every second of it, but I was, um, I was the type of kid who did all my homework. Um, even in like in school, like I didn't, I didn't miss anything, which Teacher's yeah, I, I know, I know <laughs> you can say what you want about me, um, but just say it to my face. All right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I, I did, if they said five times, I did it five times, even though I hated it. So I was a little, uh, I was a little miserable for a little bit after during that, but, 
Um, and then, you know, I've, before I did all the work to improve the health of my feet, you guys remember I would come in every, every yeah. once in a while with a sprained ankle thing was swollen, all puffy, be like, Hey God, is something I do working? remember that. Can you do something to my ankle, Chad? Because it hurts really bad. Yeah. And it's been on the table a few times and then, getting dry needles. Yeah, if you get needled, I'd be up on the, the Norma tech yeah. trying to get some swelling out of there. We'd be icing it, taping it. So I've been, I've been there. Um, yeah, you've been there, do silly uh, things. not even just on the treatment side, but on the training side. Like, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, your training clients will be like, man, this is terrible. I was like, listen, everything that he's having you do, I've seen him do. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's That's not, true. That's and, true. And he actually enjoys it. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to give you something I haven't done myself um, for those wondering out there. So if you're thinking about coming to train with me, um, it's, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to try it first before I give it to you. I'm not just one of those people who's like, oh, like, oh cool. I saw that on Instagram. I'm yeah, exactly. give that to my training client. Yeah. I'm going to try it first. Be like, oh, that actually felt really good. And for me, feeling really good, it's probably going to suck for you. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah. yeah. Carissa and I can definitely vouch for so, that. So, yeah. But, all right. Yeah, I, I love it. good on that one. So, is uh, that the last of your questions? No. So, the last one was a secondary to that. Oh. So, if you have been on this side of the table, what was your strategy for getting over the pain? Hmm. Good one. Good one. I know. Um, I think my strategy was just consistency, mainly, with, with most of these things. Um, was just, even if it sucked and I wasn't, you know, I didn't have the full range. I still just was consistent. Like, even if I didn't feel like I was pushing myself as hard as maybe the physical therapist was, I was still doing it and doing like something was better than nothing at that point. So then when it did get pushed to the, to the limit, to the max, that pain wasn't quite as bad because I was putting myself through like slightly less pain more frequently, I think was probably my, my strategy. Yeah, I, I would say I would be more on the the mindset side where yeah. I had to like tell myself it was okay and like yeah. look at the long game yeah. in terms of what my overall goal was with this and just being like it's okay, man, you can take it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So uh, I think for me, mindset. Once you get in that right mindset, then uh, that that takes care of a lot of the pain and for sure. We do have a good amount of people who post operatively. They come in, they're all excited, ready to get back into it. But then once we start going through some of the painful stuff, the range of motion, regaining, they start to tell us that. I didn't want to come today or I, I was anxious before coming because I knew you were going to stretch me. And that's, that's like you said, kind of a mindset thing. It's like, it's, it's okay to feel that way. It absolutely is. But have that open dialogue and, and be open about that because you don't want to keep that to yourself because that's only going to make things worse. Because if you are anxious and, and, you know, we can see some of that stuff, but you telling us that we can try to implement strategies to, um, you know, work with you as opposed to just like, fighting you on that um so have that open discussion with your your therapist um we promise we won't bite we'll try to be as nice as we can about it i think um breathing also goes a really long way i mean i haven't had any um surgeries that i needed to go to pt for but you guys know i've gone through my fair share of shoulder issues and trying to stretch the shoulder i feel like you almost get um a more of a stretch and a more successful stretch if you're taking a deep breath in mm-hmm. and a deep breath out as yep. opposed to those For sure. Super people who will hold their breath yeah. and make it more painful for yourself yeah. because you're too focused on the stretch as opposed to trying to place your focus on the breathing. Yeah. So I think um, taking deep breaths actually goes a really long way. Yeah, no, breathing's huge. And the other thing too is like if you are stretching yourself to go with the breathing piece, um, do like the pull or the push into the end range on the exhale 
because your muscles will tend to relax a little bit more. Get a couple so, more degrees. Yeah, go into the exhale. And the other thing with that is sometimes we'll play around. If someone's really struggling, we'll play around with when we do the stretching or the range of motion. So you, if you always do it before you do some of your strengthening exercises, sometimes your guarding response can be greater. So maybe if you work the muscles first and fatigue them, that could also help you as a strategy to, to get a, a few more degrees. It might not change the pain, but the pain may um, not, you know, be quite as intense until you get to that, that end range point. Uh, so you can kind of get through the sticking point a little bit better. So I'd say those are probably the main strategies. Cool. All right, let's get to <sighs> Chad's question. So, topic. Nick's <laughs> like, I'm going to formulate all these questions. And I was away and this question came up a couple of times. And I heard it on the news when I was coming into work one day. And I'm like, oh, man, this is such a good question. We were thinking about doing questions for the podcast. I'm going to see if I can pose this question. So this question, it's only been like, what, two to three weeks maybe that this question has been out. And uh, I don't know if everybody knows the history behind this question, but um, the man behind this question, his name is Ryan Nixon, and he's from New Zealand. And he posted this question on Twitter. And this guy only, I mean, I say only, right? Like he only had like 1,500 followers. So like this question obviously... It was a pretty debatable question yeah. that like raised a lot of interest. And um, the question was, are there more doors than wheels in the world? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'll make you ponder. And we were talking about this all as a group. And uh, Taylor left because she couldn't take it anymore. But uh, <laughs> We were arguing we for like were, a solid half ah, hour. And I almost wish that the podcast was recording at that point in time because we made a lot of good like, you know you know rebuttals you know for for each case and uh through my research before we give our you know thought is uh it's inconclusive and uh of the thousands and thousands and thousands of people polled it's almost a 50 50 split nobody really knows i mean there's been a lot of people that have like done the math and you can try and do the math but can you really do the math i don't really know <laughs> nick was walking around here doing the, <laughs> I yeah, did what the math, math in so here what did you do the math in pro form i did the math in, in pro form so from when you walk in the front doors, <laughs> there's inside, two. yeah, there's two doors at the front. Um, so there's 29 doors, is what I counted. Even like doors on the, uh, the 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 sink cabinets and everything. You got those. Oh, actually, you know what we missed? So that's how many doors are there in the kitchen? Uh, the the shelf. Uh, two, right? Well, oh, there's two, two, but then there's and one, then on one the below. So three. And so then 32. the actual oh, the microwave door and the fridge door. See, see what no, I mean? No, I already did the fridge door. I already but did the fridge the door. The thirty-three. Door. So I 33. did not think about the microwave door. Yeah. See, okay. so like this, this is wild. Yeah. It gets <laughs> so crazy. in here, I counted, and I mean, th- this this could change if we think of more. But I think there's thirty-three doors in here, one hundred and fifteen wheels. Yes. Okay. Let's go wheels. Okay. And so that's team wheels, and not no, not for nothing, but door. but not for nothing, but each one of these caster wheels has a wheel on each side. Yeah. That's two wheels. And then we didn't even count that. And we didn't, I, even, count we didn't even count the double wheels. You know, and just like looking online, there's, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess the biggest question is like, what's the definition of a wheel? What's the definition of a door? Yeah, right? yeah, that's true, it can't that's be true. a cabinet, right? It's got to be like a door that opens and closes yeah. like you can exit and enter into. I, I think it's, if it's on hinges, it's a door. Yeah, I would agree with so that. So a cabinet door is yeah, a door. Yeah, uh, totally. Because it's on I agree. hinges. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, so what <laughs> happens with a, with a, because like, if a wheel is removed from a car, it's still a wheel. That's right. Correct. What if we take a door off the hinges and like say it's like thrown Ooh. in the landfill? It's still a door though. It oh, is that's it a really is, good question. But like it's not being used as a door. But it's anymore. it's it is mm. in the dictionary as a door. It is a see uh, what I mean. What if, that, what if it gets broken being dumped in the landfill? You or, can put it back together. 
<laughs> well, it's not. Now it's you not cold door. Okay, think about the movie Monsters Inc. Do you remember how many you saw? You see yeah. that movie, correct? Yeah, oh well, yeah. But that's All a fake those door. Doors. That's a fake door. Carissa. I'm just saying. In <laughs> Carissa, that's animated. Carissa, that's I not real. I understand that, but they shredded that door at that the very the end. They shredded that door. <laughs> And then they glued it all yes. back together, no, and kidding. it worked. It was a so, door still. Am I, so, but you can't there. count a doorway. It has to be the door, the door the in the doorway. Door. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's yes. tricky, too, because there are a lot of them just like open floor concepts and then in houses some, now. Some doors have wheels. Just saying. Man. So... Like barn you doors. And think of like a garage door. It's garage. Kind of okay. up on the wheels. All right. Well, so think about a hotel. All the doors in the hotel. Yeah, this is a, a good one. A cruise ship. Yeah. All the doors on all a cruise ship. So, a college campus and all those dorm rooms. But like, there's still wheels inside of like. The, yeah, but then like, you get inside the dorm like room. In a hotel, like all the laundry carts have wheels. And then okay. like think about the kitchen in the hotel. Yeah, like you go into the kitchen so many and there's also wheels. doors. No, I get that. But I'm just <laughs> saying it's, it, we're saying like hotel, like it's just doors and no, like there's still wheels. No, it's I know, I know People is, just think like it's just it's just cars. Substantially more doors in and then, hotels and cruise motorcycles. And, man, two mm-hmm. two wheels, no doors at all. I know. Like versus know. a car has got four wheels, typically four doors. So, well, actually, yeah, spare spare tire, five wheels, four doors. Um, Hot Wheels, that's my go-to. That's my go-to. Barbie in this Dream army. House. I know, Barbie but Dream I'm just saying. Think about how many Hot Wheels there are everywhere. Like, and every little girl has oh Barbie Dream gosh, House. Every little boy's got Hot Wheels. I hope. Do boys still play? Do little boys still play? Hot Wheels? I mean, I, I, okay, I did when so, I was a kid. It's still around. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it Ryan, still around? Ryan, he's my fiance. His friend, mind you, he's 34 years old. His friend collects Hot Wheels. So, yes, they are still around. I love and that. adults still play with them. I love because that. He collects them. So, yeah, I mean, but I mean, it, we could literally wheels. argue about this for days. I like, go to, a, go to a NASCAR event. A lot How of many wheels. extra tires do they have? I okay, can't imagine. so let's think about will, it for a second. Look at look that look that up. See how many you, you extra go, tires they bring to a NASCAR that's, event. That's true. You it's go a lot. to a NASCAR <laughs> event and you see like there, there's there's a get car. That. There's doors on. Yeah, but those doors don't open. Well, yeah, at a, at a NASCAR, but like they come in their RVs that have doors, and then there's RVs in the middle of the track, and then there's doors to, well. At arenas, at big like stadiums and arenas, sometimes the bathrooms don't have doors. They're just open. Yeah, but the it's stalls. Just like, yeah, the stalls are doors. Yeah. So it is tricky. Yeah, man. It's tricky. Basically, me and I mean, Taylor it's, it's tricky, are, but there's I more wheels in the world. You have to it's, count, like, me and what's... Taylor are team door and uh, Nick and Chad are team wheel. Yeah. Yeah. It's, sure. it, there's a good argument for doors, but there's more wheels. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's not. <laughs> I think you have to like think about what would be the definition of a wheel and a door. You know what I mean? I so it has to be clear cut. Right. Like yeah. you know how like you walk through those rotating doors to go into like hotels and stuff? Does that is that considered a door? See, I don't consider them. Mm. See, I don't either. But there's like eight doors in there. But could you say there's eight? Yeah, I don't think that's or is a door. It just, I don't yeah. really think that's a door. See what I, I mean? I think that's its own thing. Yeah. See what I mean? Remember? But like thinking about cars, like yes, you have four wheels on each car typically, right? And then you have a spare wheel and then the steering wheel. No, some cars no. yeah. steering wheel is the not steering a wheel, wheel counts no steering wheel it does counts. not that steering is not a wheel. wheel it rotates it doesn't matter and then it's you can a wheel. think anything that rotates is a wheel no i think a wheel is a wheel on a car no. it is made of rubber see what i mean 
See what I mean? The definition this needs is, to be this, clear. Yeah. This oh, uh, needs like to be clear. those, the, the treatment table wheels, those are wheels. Yep. A steering wheel is not a wheel. I would disagree. I, I would disagree. Are you for real? I think right even now? if you take steering wheels away from us, we still win. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we still win. I'm going to end up with a migraine. <laughs> I think we still win. I think there's still more wheels. Uh, Chris is going to be going to acupuncture tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> and I just went yesterday, too. I'm going to need a freaking yeah. double session. Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's a great question. So, if you're listening to this, we'd love to hear what your answer is yeah. and why. Are you team wheels or team door? Team because door. Team door. You know how we say, <laughs> isn't it weird how we say team wheels and then we say team door? Ooh. That oh. might end the argument okay. right there. I could easily just do team, team not, door. It's not saying. team doors. It's team door. Is it team door? Because wheels typically come in, in pairs. That's right. They typically come in groups. Yeah. You know, unless you're a unicycle rider. <laughs> right. Then it's you come with a yeah, single wheel. But most of the time, you have. And that's where, and a lot of doors come alone. So yeah, but doors, doors to tend to be house, very solitary. To make a house, you need multiple doors. For sure, for sure. But doors do tend to be very solitary. Oh my God, I could say. And wheels are partners. Think <laughs> about this too. Ball. Like when you're in the kitchen and you have a drawer that you're opening up, there's caster wheels that are in that drawer to help that door slide. Okay. Just a little shit like Cabinet that. doors, refrigerator doors, laundry and dryer doors. I know, but think about it. If you ever doors, opened up one of those, there's like five or door. six caster wheels for each drawer. If you've got like eight drawers, that's like 30 plus wheels for your yeah, that's why six or they seven coming pairs. I know. I, you know, it's really hard for me to sit here without Taylor. I know. Because it's your, two against one. Your girl one. left you. Your girl it's left you. It's two against one and I'm well, having not, a really hard time. It's not, I mean, it's, it's not like... It's not unfair though, because it's like wheels is the answer. So it's not. <laughs> there like, is no answer. It's, it's That's fact. the thing. It's, yeah, it's total. So fact. it's not like unfair because we're just there we're are, having fun. There's so about. many concepts that aren't cut and dry. We need to make it cut and dry in order to make it. That guy that uh, that created this question is also Team Wheels. So. Well, you know what? Fuck him. <laughs> okay. Team Wheels. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> Screw but, you, New Zealander. Great, whoever the whatever great the hell your question. name is. Anyways, I would love to see the breakdown based on like countries or something like this country has more doors. This country has more wheels. That'd be kind of interesting. I, I saw some research, but it, it was, it yeah, was still close. Yeah, yeah, it was still yeah, too yeah, close. I brought sure. it back to earlier, you know, that whole, the question about what color is the dress? Is the dress blue or is it gold? Totally, and then totally the, the same question. The chicken or the egg come first. You it's know what I mean? Totally you could argue question. all day long about mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. so stupid. It is, <laughs> but it's so fascinating. That's why it we're really still talking is. about it. It's cool. I know. It's fun to think about. Yeah. It's fun, it's fun to think about knowing that the answer is wheels. You Stop! Know? Like it's, oh my it's, God. it's fun to think like it could be doors, you know, but it's I'm wheels. I'm so happy it's Friday right now, so I don't have to see your face for the next two days. <laughs> like well, you can think about like, yeah, it's cool to think about the chicken came first. It's cool to think the egg came first, but like it's wheels, you know? Anyway. Either can or. We end this either or. It's debatable. Either right? or debatable. the answer is wheels. It's, like. uh, it's inconclusive. But we would love to hear what your answer is to the question. Um, you know, slide into our DMs or send us a message, whatever. And uh, we'd love to hear it. We'll, we'll put your answers up because we're, we're curious to see. Maybe we'll put a poll up for Team Doors or Team Door. Team Door. Team Wheels. If, listen, door, if, you, if you so, are Team Doors along with me and you are one of our patients, I promise not to shock not you on electrical doors, stimulation no, it's just, next it's time. Team Door and it's Team Wheels. You know what? I'm team looking at it right doors. now. Go home. Yeah. Get out of here. I am. I am. <laughs> but in any event, um, we did a workout outside today and that was cool. That was fun. We walked out two doors to get there and there was a shit ton of wheels outside. Just saying. There was... The concept too, All right, I'm which over Carissa it. was on, yeah, and then I was on the air bike. I'm over it, yeah. and you guys were running. 
Yeah, well, we yeah. were. we're mm, I was running on my wheels. Nope, I'm done. <laughs> you were the different wheels. I was hey, I my could wheels. go. I could go get my rollerblades right now. My rollerblades. Oh, rollerblades! Didn't think about that. Wheels. Rollerblades. Wheels. Skateboards. Yeah. Did you just convert to teen wheels? God. I think you just converted. She converted. I, she didn't even know. I didn't convert. Just, I'm just saying. It's okay. I just thought of it. Roller, oh, X Games coming through and saving us. Yes. Yeah, rollerblades. X Games coming through and saving us. Rollerblades and skateboards. I'm gonna reel it in. I'm gonna reel it in because we're gonna keep going. God. Um. Wheel what? it in. You should wheel it. In. I'm gonna wheel it in. Wheel it in. Shut the door <laughs> on this conversation. No, no, no. Wheel it in. Wheel it in. Wheel it in. Leave the door. That would have been no. a great moral to my story. I didn't even think about oh, that. Oh, all right. Well, there you, you go. You do it. You do it. All right. So, moral of the story: any conversation, any topic, you always have to wheel it in and shut the door. Yes. Thank you for joining us in the rack this week. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. You can also find us online at ProformPTMA.com or on social media at ProformPTMA. And remember, if you train inside the rack, you better be thinking outside the rack.